You're listening to the Live, Love, Engage podcast. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about how you can handle societal pressures to succeed. Stay tuned. I am Gloria Grace Rand, founder of The Love Method and author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Live, Love, Engage, how to stop doubting yourself and start being yourself. In this podcast, we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how to live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically so you can create a life and business with more impact, influence, and income. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage. Namaste and welcome to another edition of Live, Love, Engage, as the uh, the intro just said. And uh, we are coming to you live on my Gloria Grace Brand Facebook page, uh, the Live, Love, Engage podcast Facebook page as well as my YouTube channel, Gloria Grace Rand. And for those of you who are listening to this on the uh, replay and who are listening on the podcast platform, welcome. I'm so glad that you are listening on Apple or Spotify or wherever you are. And uh, as I said, we're coming to you um, on Wednesday. I am recording this on Wednesday. Uh, it's uh February 2nd already, Groundhog Day. And I don't even know if the groundhog saw its shadow or not. doesn't really matter. I live in Florida. So <laughs> I'm just happy it's warming up again. We've had a cold spell and, it, and it's warm. Um, so today I don't have a guest and I'm going to be sharing with you uh, some of the things that uh, have been helping me on uh, my spiritual journey and helping me to live fully, love deeply and engage authentically. And also talking about something, we'll either be talking about maybe something that's going on in the news or um, just something that I think is useful. So I want to start off every, every episode when I do my solo episode, I do want to start off sharing with you today's daily word from unity because this is something that I read every day and it, and it actually works well with what I wanted to talk about today that it's going to flow nicely, I believe. Um, so the word for today is expectation and they always start off with an affirmation and the affirmation says, my expectations are for good. And then it says, I take time today to examine my expectations. I ask myself whether I anticipate positive outcomes even when there are appearances to the contrary. I ponder whether I truly believe God is the one presence and one power, no matter what. This kind of spiritual house cleaning is necessary to ensure that doubt and fear don't creep into my expectations. I commit to holding a higher view for myself, the people in my life, and the world. And when I recognize and affirm the divinity of myself and all people, it feels natural to hold expectations of positivity and goodness. I expect the best for myself, all others, and the planet. I concentrate my thoughts on a peaceful, united world for all of us. And then they always end these daily words with a scripture reading. And this is from Proverbs eleven twenty three: The desire of the righteous ends only in good. Now, the reason I thought this one was perfect today was because really it is, you know, when it talks about 
um, examining expectations and, and, you know, ensuring that doubt and fear don't creep up into it. And the reason I, I thought that was good today, because I, I wanted to talk about something that um, we've touched on a couple of times in the podcast over the last couple of years, even actually uh, not too long ago, when I had Laura Stack on uh, the show to talk about uh, the dangers of marijuana. Um, because we've got we've got a bit of a crisis going on right now. I, I saw you you may have heard in the news recently. Um, I guess it was maybe over the weekend. Uh, a former Miss USA. Um, she was also I guess a television correspondent for Extra. Her name is Chesley Christ. She's thirty years old, beautiful um, woman of color, young woman who committed suicide over the weekend, and. I, you know, in reading articles about this, it was, you know, people, of course, are speculating, you know, what could possibly have caused this woman to do that? And she had written an article, um, and I, I forget, I didn't write down <laughs> what, um, where, where this article was published, but I, I guess she had done this last year. And, and I, I pulled out this quote, because it is um, reflective, I think, of the terrible pressure that so many young people seem to be under these days. So it, she said, I remember being enamored by 20 under 20 and 30 under 30 lists that tied achievement to youth and called it success. Lists that are surely intended to recognize the rarity of accomplishing outstanding fees, feats at a young age. But they had an unfortunate side effect on some young people who felt encouraged to hoard accomplishments as fast as possible in order to measure up to our peers. And I know that one of the things she did was she she uh, went to law school and then she also got an MBA, I mean, at the same time. So, uh, you know, she was very, for some reason, felt really pressured to succeed. And, and the other thing I wanted to bring out is that, again, I was doing statistics or looking up statistics because we keep hearing that young people are committing suicide. And in fact, it's uh, what I found was in 2018, so only now four years ago, suicide was the second leading cause of death among 10 to 24-year-olds in the United States. Second leading cause of death among young people. I mean, these are preteens and then teenagers and, and people in their you know to early 20s. And, and in fact, the suicide rate, it said, among adolescents and young adults, from those ages, increased nearly 60% from 2007 to 2018. And I know with the pandemic <laughs> that we've been dealing with the last couple of years, it's, I'm, from what just anecdotally, I suspect that that rate has just continued to rise. And it's scary. It's sad because we are losing a generation of people who, for some reason, aren't feeling that they have something of value to give to this world and they're not realizing, wow, it's like <laughs> making me want to cry here, that they are valuable. They have so much to give and they are just, they're just getting started. I mean, I know when in my childhood, even growing up, I did not have the best I had a lot of advantages. I mean, from the outside, everything looked great. I had, you know, I had dance lessons, music lessons. I went to Girl Scouts. 
I also had to deal with an alcoholic father and, and a mom who could be, you know, verbally abusive and stuff. But, and I had, even I had a brief, you know, thought when I was a teenager of, of committing suicide. But one thing, well, there's a couple of things that I think probably stopped me. I know one thing is that as much as I knew the things that were going on with my parents, I still love them. And I didn't, want to cause that kind of pain to them. Because I, I remember as a little girl, I think I was probably maybe six years old, six, seven years old, my mom's best friend at that time committed suicide. And she was probably a woman in her 40s, I think. And and it just, it really impacted my mom. I saw how, you know, it devastated her. And I didn't feel, I didn't want to cause that kind of pain to my parents. They, they had enough stuff going on. It's like, I didn't feel like me ending my life was going to help. And, and I feel that's also because I probably, you know, I came to this world, I had a contract to fulfill and I, I had a lot of stuff to do yet. <laughs> and I wasn't, and I wasn't done. Um, so, so again, I don't know why so many young people are, are feeling this, this angst and, and feeling so sad that they can, that suicide is their only answer. So I, I encourage you, if you know someone um, who, you know, if you have a young person in your life, heck, even if you have somebody, you know, anyone, because suicide can happen, uh, actually a lot of middle-aged um, white males, they say it's also very, very common. Um, so do some research. Go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. They have resources. They can help you with spotting the signs to help and to maybe be able to reach out to people uh, and let them know that they are of va value. And the other point I wanted to make about this too was that, again, you know, it's, 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 it, it, it breaks my heart to see young people feel like they've got to accomplish so much at an early age because so many or a lot of successful people, maybe not, you know, it's probably not necessarily the majority, but there is something to aspire to the fact that um, there have been people who don't accomplish anything of great, you know, or that, or, or really, let me put this a different way they reach heights of greatness after they've, after 40, after 50, after 60. So I, I, I did some, again, did some research. So I want to share with you just a few names of people and how old they were when they started really accomplishing um, success. Uh, so the, the first one was um, actress Dame Ju Judy Dench. You know, she'd been, she'd been a working actress for years and years and years, but um, she received seven Oscar nominations when she was over the age of 60. <laughs> and, uh, and in fact, no other actor or actress has collected more nominations when older than 60 than, than she did. Um, you know, there was a famous painter by the name of, uh, her name is Anne Mary Robertson Moses, was also better known as Grandma Mo Moses. She didn't start painting until the age of 76. And, um, uh, she only did that because her arthritis had made uh, made it difficult for her to do embroidery with a needle. It was too it was too painful for her. And now, her works are on display at the Museum of Modern Art in New York City. Uh, 
Another one, uh, another famous author, Frank McCourt, he, his book, Angela's Ashes, won both the Pulitzer Prize and the National Book Critics Circle Award. He took up writing at the age of 65. <laughs> uh, you know, Colonel Sanders, who founded Kentucky Fried Chicken, he didn't do that until his 60s. Uh, you know, it just goes on and on and on. There are so many different people, um, you know, writers, uh, doctors, heck, if you're a writer and you've ever used Roger's thesaurus, well, there was a real person named Peter Marc Roger who came up with a thesaurus. He was uh, an accomplished doctor, lecturer, and inventor. And despite his success, this article said, he underwent a great deal of depression. And so he retired from his professional life by the age of 61. And to cope with depression, he started pursuing one of the things he really enjoyed doing, which was making lists. And he devoted his time to creating a catalog of words organized by their meanings. And so at age 69, he started preparing for the publication of his project, which came out at the age of 73 and was called Roger's Thesaurus of English Words and Phrases. And he kept working on it until his death at age 90. <laughs> so... I, I just want everyone out there listening and watching to know that if you feel like you haven't accomplished what you set out to accomplish yet, yet in your life, keep going, keep going. It might be that you're going to do something different. And what I would encourage you to do is to focus instead on bringing joy into the world in whatever way you can to focus on loving yourself first and foremost, and then love other people. And I always recommend, and I, I talk about this in my book, Live, Love, Engage, uh, to spend time in meditation, to really spend time going within. Because that, I believe, is one of the best ways that you can connect with your higher power. And so if you are not sure about what direction to take. Perhaps you have been, you know, maybe you had a, a career and maybe you've decided you don't want to do that job anymore. You want to figure out and do something different. Meditation is a great way to help you find those answers, to be quiet, to go within. Or perhaps you're an empty nester and, you know, You've spent all your time taking care of the kids. Now they're grown, gone off to college, and you don't know what to do with yourself. Another thing I recommend doing is make a list of everything that you like to do. And then review that list because you may see that there are some things there that could possibly lead to you starting a business. At the very least, do take the time to do some of those things, do the things that bring you joy, because I will tell you, your brain will come up with new ideas when you are in a high vibration, when you are enjoying life, when you are doing things that are fun. Because when you are spending time in lower vibration, when you're sad or angry and miserable, it's really hard to come up with things to 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 do that are going to take you out of that and to be able to to be creative. So creativity really I believe comes from source. And the best way that I found to connect with source is doing some type of some type of spiritual practice. Now it can be 
as I said, it could be meditation, but meditation looks different for everyone. And I'm, I'm not saying that you should just go sit down and be quiet for an hour and just listen to your breathing. That might work <laughs> for some people. Some people do that. But it could be just going out in nature and taking a walk. It could be putting on your favorite music and dancing around the living room. Do something that makes you feel good. Another way, it's not necessarily meditation, but another way to help you into get out of being stuck and to get some creative juices flowing is to do something for someone else. Do some volunteer work. It could be in an official capacity or, or not. Maybe it's just helping out someone, uh, helping out a neighbor, helping out uh, your local community in some way, joining, a, uh, joining the board uh, of some organization. When you are putting your focus on someone else's needs, again, that is you're showing love, essentially. And when you are doing that, especially if you're doing it from, you know, a genuine, not a how you have to do it kind of thing, but a, but a wanting to be helpful, then it's going to just continue to raise your vibration and you are going to attract ideas and people into your life that are going to reinforce that good feeling. And, and you're going to figure out ideas are going to come to you to do something, to be able to enjoy life and to be able to come up with maybe a new a, a new business a new job opportunity may come your way who knows but that's my recommendation to you now before i end today's episode i'm going to do one other thing that is going to be a regular part of these every other wednesday solo episodes and that is something i i want to be able to share with you uh, is a practice this is another spiritual practice it's something that I have been doing now for probably about a year and a half. And it's something that I first became aware of uh, under a different name uh, several years ago, probably about, geez, let's see, time is flying by. It's probably five years ago, five, six years ago by now. Um, I was at a conference and a, and a woman uh, did something. I think she called them like soul songs or something. And I've realized later that what she was doing was something called light language and it's a light language channeling. And for uh, those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, I understand. <laughs> I wasn't sure what it was the first, well, the second time I heard someone actually do this, but essentially what light language is, is it's a communication. It's a, it's a channeled message that comes through from some people say it's from angels from archangels it could be from elementals or galactic beings i don't know what it is where specifically it comes from i think it just comes from source i i believe and however form that source takes but it's it's a message that comes through from the heart and it really speaks to your soul and it and and can even impact your DNA. Now uh, the first time I well the second time <laughs> I should say the second time that I that I experienced light language and this was someone who actually said specifically this is what it was. I was at a I was at a business conference put on by the Women's Prosperity Network. And when this woman started 
speaking because let me let me let me back up by saying light language can take many forms. Some people speak it; it sounds like a different a foreign language. Some people sing. Some people draw. Um, some people sign with their hands. I do everything. I do speaking, singing, signing with the hands. I don't write it, which is interesting because I'm a writer. <laughs> but but it's it's really people will draw symbols, and I and I'm I'm I haven't gotten to that place yet. Perhaps I will one day. But anyway, when I was listening to her, this 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 language just touched my soul in such a way that I started crying. I, I mean, tears were just rolling down my face. It was just something that just opened me up in such a way. It was it was amazing. It really was. That's all I can say. It was totally amazing. So I've, <clears throat> excuse me, since um, started doing this for myself, and I've done it for clients as well. And as I said, what for me, what comes through is is language, and and then I will perhaps sing. You know, sometimes it's all singing, sometimes it's all speaking, whatever source asks. But the way I do is I I hold the intention. I ask for a message of love and light to come through that would be for my soul's highest good and the highest good of all concerned. So what I want to be able to do for you. For those of you who are listening, um, as well as as watching this, is to be able to do these messages to share with you um, every every other week. So you'll get um, essentially think of it as a blessing. Think of it as as a blessing for you to be able to release maybe something that's bothering you to be able to help you to connect to your higher source and, and to your higher self as well. And I will um, let you know that when I have done this with clients and, and uh, folks that they do feel very relaxed afterwards. So if you are, particularly those who of you who are listening to this on the replay, if you are listening in your car while you're driving, pause the podcast and come back to it later <laughs> because I would rather you be in a place where you're sitting down. You could close your eyes and just let the message wash through you. And I would think it would, it would be much safer that way. Uh, so I don't want anybody uh, just being so relaxed that you're not going to pay attention to the road. So I ask that you please do that for me. So yeah, so I hope um, I'm, I'm going to set the intention now that anyone out there who is listening or watching today, that you receive a message today that is going to be for your soul's highest good. And yeah, that it will help you to release whatever might be bothering you today or causing you angst just to let this come through for you. And it's my, my blessing, source's blessing for you. One other thing, just keep an open mind and an open heart <laughs> as you're listening. That's all I ask. Yonto sekai otu sinya senyo koliata hikushi akeyatu siya asonyo kiati siyaku sonna kiati hayaku yushita okananae sonno okoshi yo 
si colie, am no kiati so coie, o so na ki am no ke, o na ha so hi so a, o shun no ki a lako yo no ki, a so ya no ki ha so na ki a. O sol ni anokika, e tu anokia, si tu, e kote kanokia, soko e sa. O kori anokikisha, te kori o tokori apapa, i shakari o tokei apa, e kori o tokushi kari apake, kari o tokori apato ankika, e shanoku te takukori anokika, Shikari papari e tishikari o tokori e pata e kari o tishikari o tokia parahika e kato tokui e shikari o nokoka e kari o tokushikari pato e kapari shikari kari o tokori e takisha kari o nokoka e kari o tokui kari o nokoka tokori e pashikata taki e kari o tokushi o nokia tisha shikori e pakura pa soto tokori o nokoka e kari o nokoka shikori o tokoka e soto Hey, Kori Otokoa, Hasu Koriya. Blessings. <laughs> I hope that you receive that um, with the intentions of love and light that um, it was intended for. I hope you receive that. So, one other thing I wanted to just let you know before we close out today's episode uh, is that. If you resonated with this at all, if you'd like to learn more about light language or you'd like to have more support in some way with your, with your life, with your business, uh, let's talk. Go to engagewithgloria.com and schedule an appointment. I would be most happy to chat. It's not a you know, I'm not selling anything, but let's just see what, uh, you know, how I can serve and support you best. And perhaps it is actually, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. No, maybe you do need, <laughs> I'm not going to sell you, but I may invite you to work with me because, um, I really want to be able to help people. And if, if it's, to work together, great. Or maybe I can refer you to someone else because I'm happy to do that as well because not everybody is, we're not always going to be a right fit for each other and I'm okay with that as well. And I apologize because I was going to look up and see who I've got scheduled for next week. Oh, maybe I can. I do. Uh, yes. So next week on the show, um, live on next Wednesday's episode of Live, Love, Engage that I'll be recording on Facebook. Our guest is going to be Erin Newman. And I know she is a uh, phenomenal woman. I know, I believe what she does is, uh, I'm going to see if I can look up her website real quick. I'm stalling for time. And oh, I don't know if I can get to it. But anyway, it's going to be an awesome interview. Just, 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 just me on that. Oh, yeah, she is. Um, She's a money mindset mentor and authentic courage coach. So, yes. See, I knew she was awesome. And that's why I'm going to have her on the show next week. <laughs> so, hope you'll tune in for that. Also, um, this Friday's episode is also going to be awesome. We've got, um, now, just 
Anyway, another episode that we're going to be an upcoming episode, I won't specify exactly, but I'll just say, we're going to have Penny Fox on as well. And um, she is going to be talking about creativity and using creativity to help you to grow your business. So that's going to do it for this edition of Live, Love, Engage. I probably won't go quite as long the next time we do it, but I was wanting to introduce some new things to you today. So until next time, as always, I encourage you to go out today and the next day and the day after <laughs> and live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. Did you know that a majority of entrepreneurs tend to discount the importance of their work? And a good number feel their success is simply due to luck. I know from personal experience that self-doubt can keep you from having the kind of life and business you desire. That's why I've created a free guide called Uniquely You, how to move from self-doubt to self-love in four simple steps. To claim your free guide, go to liveloveengage.gift. That's liveloveengage.gift.